You're listening to the Pursuit of Christ podcast, where we are passionate about developing a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ by taking the truths of Scripture and applying them to everyday life. We hope that you'll be encouraged and challenged as we examine God's Word together today. Good morning, and welcome to episode 5 of our study in the book of Joshua as we talk about the promised land that God had given to his people and where God was and what he was asking them to do as they went into the promised land. We started out last week in Joshua chapter 1 looking at God's message to Joshua himself and then we continued on as Joshua sent the spies back into Jericho to spy out the land and to see what was going on and they were encouraged that God had given them the land, and they were encouraged through the words of Rahab. And God used this woman who, yes, she had done some things that we would say were wrong in her life, things that uh, were against the law of God, and yet God used her because she ultimately trusted in God. And I'm thankful for that. This morning, we're moving on to Joshua chapter 3, and it's here where Joshua gets up and he tells the children of Israel, it's time, we're ready to go over Jordan into the promised land. And so I hope that uh, you'll grab your Bible and uh, take a few minutes with us this morning in Joshua chapter 3 as we continue our study here on the promised land. There's a great verse here we're going to get to in just a moment in Joshua 3. Hope you had a great weekend we had a fantastic time here yesterday at Arise and saw God do some wonderful things in lives and just uh, had a great day in the Lord as people were responding to truth, as people were fellowshipping together, as people were encouraged. We had first-time visitors here today. We had many returning people, just had a, had a wonderful, wonderful group here. And uh, good to see uh, Sachiko from... Katie and Joe and Sachiko, members of our church, and such a blessing to us, and we've been praying for you. I know you have a lot going on right now, and so looking forward to having all of, some of that behind you and, and when you have a little more freedom in your schedule, but uh, thankful that you're able to be on here this morning. Anyway, just rejoicing in what the Lord did, and thankful and looking forward to what he's going to do this week as well. Joshua chapter 3. Let's jump in this morning. It says, And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan, he and all the children of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host, and they commanded the people, saying, When ye see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priests and the Levites bearing it, then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that ye may know the way by which ye must go, for ye have not passed this way heretofore. So there's some very practical advice that's given to the children of Israel here. They had moved from where they were up next to the Jordan River. Three days later, again, a lot of passing of time here. Three days later, they went through all the people 
and they said, the Ark of the Covenant is going to be moved. And when you see it moving, that's your signal to go along with it. Now, remember how the children of Israel would set up camp. The tabernacle with the Ark of the Covenant would have been in the middle of the camp. And all of the tribes kind of coming out like spokes in a wheel all around. And so when the ark was moving, this would have been something that all of the people would have seen. It would have moved from the center of the camp out. And they said, as it moves, this is the signal that everybody else is going to move. And he says, and go after it. But they give some very important advice here or a command to the people. They said, when it's moving, so keep some space between you and the Ark of the Covenant. It says, don't come near it, that you may know the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way heretofore. Don't get up and crowd the Ark of the Covenant. Stay back from it, but follow it, because you don't know where you're going. You've never been this way before. I was really encouraged by this as I was reading this and thinking about it, because that is what God's Word is to us. God's word, the Bible says, is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Psalm 119 that we studied through together last month says that God's word will direct us if we will follow him. God's word cleanses us. God's word gives us the way to go. And here we see these people following after God as they followed the Ark of the Covenant. If you are facing things in life, as we all are, and you're not sure what is the next step or what is the way to go, I would challenge you always follow God. Follow his word. Spend time in prayer. Have you prayed about it? Have you spent time in God's word seeking a word from God? Have you consulted, as the Bible says, with a multitude of counselors? Not just the one or two people you know that are going to agree with what you want to do. Have you consulted a multitude of counselors, godly counselors, people that can help you go? See, as they were about to cross over the Jordan River, they had wandered for 40 years in the wilderness. They'd been all over, and now they were about to go to a place that they had never been to before. And Joshua wanted to make sure that all the people were following the Lord, following the ark of the covenant. And Joshua said in verse 5, sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Think about this. For 40 years they'd wandered in the wilderness. They had seen God had continued to provide manna, but they hadn't seen any new miracles. Life had kind of just become routine. Isn't that how life goes? You know, God has done some great things to bring you to this point, but perhaps those seven, he says, And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of Israel, so that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. Joshua, get ready. I'm going to make sure that all the people know that I'm with you. And thou shalt command the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant, saying, When you come to the brink of the water of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. And so that's what they did. Joshua told all the people what God had said. And he said, The Ark of the Covenant, it's going to go before you. 
And he says, when the, when the soles of the feet of the priests, I'm in verse 13, that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon and heap. Can you imagine what this must have been like? As the ark of the covenant is picked up, and the priests begin to walk forward. All the people see this, and they begin to come in behind to follow. And then the priest's feet touch the water. They, they get into the water and they're standing there carrying this big heavy ark on long poles between them, probably over their shoulders. And at that time then, when their feet touch the water, the Bible says then the water stood up in a heap on one end. So it just began to pile up and then the rest of the water just went away as it went on down the river. And it, and it came to pass, the Bible says, verse 14, when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan and the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people, and as they that bear the Ark were come unto Jordan and the feet of the priests that bear the Ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for Jordan overfloweth all his banks all the time of harvest. Oh, by the way, it was flood season. God didn't do this at the easy time of year when the Jordan River was low. No, he did it at flood season. So everybody would know that God had done a miracle, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon an heap very far from the city Adam, which is beside Zeratin, and those that came down toward the Sea of the Plain, even the Salt Sea failed and were cut off, and the people passed over right against Jericho. The priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan, and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan. God did this work to direct his people, but he told them back in the beginning of the chapter, follow the Ark of the Covenant. Follow the Lord. This is like super simple, basic, kindergarten kind of stuff when it comes to life and the Christian life. But I would challenge you this morning. It's a Monday morning, right? Here we go. We've got a whole week in front of us. You haven't been this way before. You don't know what's going to happen this week. I don't know what's going to happen this week, but God does. God knows exactly where you need to go. And this week may look just like every other week, or it may not. For the children of Israel, life had looked basically the same for 40 years. But now it was going to be different because God said it was going to be different. God said, you haven't been this way before. And I would challenge you, you don't know what's coming this week. But you can walk with the one who is in control of this week. You can follow God this week. God has given you his word. God's given you his spirit. Walk with him. Follow him. Before you rush into everything that you have to do this week, take your calendar. I've got mine. It's sitting over here on my desk. Open it up. Write down those things that you have to do. Maybe you've already taken time to do that. Spend time praying and asking God for direction. As you rush off to the next meeting or as you worry about how to, before you worry about how to pay the next bill or whatever you have going on, 
Ask God for direction. Ask God for his leading. Follow the Lord and follow him closely. Look to him for the answers and the direction that you need. I'm so thankful that the Lord is there to lead us. He's there to guide us and he's there to help us along the way. I hope that you'll follow him no matter where the Lord takes you. God can do miracles. He can take things that look impossible like crossing flooded rivers and make it seem like it was nothing for him. God can do the impossible. You serve the God of the impossible. So follow him. Walk with him. Trust him. Well, again, we're praising the Lord for all that he did yesterday and all that he's going to do this week. We have uh, some electrical contractors coming to the church today. Yesterday, we had kind of this weird, during the, right when the service started last night, some weird power outages and the power flicked on and off, and then it kind of came halfway on. And, and one of our men is, a, is an inspector, and he went around the building to figure out what was going on and found from the power pole where the wires come down towards the building, this is a power company issue, they, the, the lines were, the, the covering that shields it was all broken and cracked and, and the wires were starting to touch a little bit. And so I'm thankful for the Lord showing that us that last night and for the men who know what they're looking at to be able to find those things. And so the power company was out last night taking a look at it. They're coming back today to finish it. So in a little bit, we may not have any lights around here while they're making that repair, but we're thankful for it. Oh, and by the way, I just want to share a praise because some of you have given towards this. Uh, we had more money come in yesterday for our chairs, and I think we're just about there. I need to check with uh, the Lisa because she's helping me keep track of all the, the money and the guys who are counting, but I, but I think we're about there, so we may be able to get our new chairs ordered. So praise the Lord for that. The Lord is providing, God is doing great things, and we're excited to continue on following him. Thank you for being here with me this morning, and thank you for checking in. We've got some people from all over the place, and uh, glad that you're here. Glad to see all of our local Arise family and all of the rest of you who are checking in from other places. Uh, God bless you. I'll be praying for you this week. Be praying for one another. If you were here yesterday in the second service, you saw all the people that were requesting prayer because they know they want the Lord to fill them up with the right things, to be filled with the truth and to be filled with grace and faith and power and the word of God. So I'm going to pray and uh, hope you have a great week.